Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing why Anna has yet again taken down her dating profile, or put it on pause, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, peeps, as some of you know, I decided to try dating again. As my best friend said, Anna, I think you are extremely brave, given your personality. I'm like, thank you. You are so right. And I am extremely brave. I mean, I have to say, this time, I have learned quite a bit. And I'm like, it wasn't a total dive bomb. It was not great. This time, I blame it over 50% on me. But I'm like, you know, I'm still not feeling too bad about the situation. Now, I will say about three weeks ago, when some things went kind of awry, I was like, this is unpleasant. This is why I really want to not, how to say this, I love being around people. I love having friends, but I really want to just crawl in a hole and not have to ever deal with bad dating things again. But I was like, that is not how you live your life on it. This is not a good plan. But I'm like, let me put it this way. How do I explain this? Okay, I'm going to just start at the coffee. I went out for coffee with this very nice person. And I have to say, the coffee was magnificent. The coffee date went great. I was like, this is like the best date ever. We had a nice chat. Uh, they didn't seem too annoyed by me. I was not annoyed by them. You know, it went well. However, by the end of the chat, they're saying, you know, I'm planning on leaving here at autumn for halfway around the world to a very cold place where I'll be for a few years. And I'm like, this is not going to work for a long-term relationship because number one, I just got here. Number two, I hate cold. And number three, I really don't want to go halfway around the world for someone I have barely met, even if they are a very, very nice person. So I was like, when we left the date, we did exchange like chat, whatever, that's not the dating app, but I'm like, they probably won't call me because they know I'm here and I don't have any plans on moving. Um, I will message them and say, thank you for the nice coffee time, da, 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 da. that'll be it. Well, they did keep messaging and I was like, this is kind of weird. And like, I was talking to my best friend, I'm like, I really like them. They're very nice. But I'm like, I really have no desire to go to this cold place halfway around the world. And I don't see how this is going to work, but I hope we can still be friends. And I'm like, yeah, maybe. But anyway, I'm like, so about a week later, we were having this chat and I will be the first to, this one is my bad, but they were like, you're kind of bloggy in your text. And I'm like, I am kind of bloggy in my text. And I was like, well, I'm blogging my text because I usually like to show a picture of what's going on. And I am a blogger and YouTuber. So it's kind of how I relate to people, not just in my business, but in personal life, because it's a lot easier for me to visually show you something than to try to type it out in a text. I didn't go into that great of detail, but I'm like, you know, that's how I feel about this. And they're like, well, why don't you ask me more questions about me? And I'm like, because I asked you about job and I asked you about your day and you send back one sentence replies, which to me means you don't really want to talk about it. And they're like, well, you could ask me about other things. And I'm like, 
I don't ask people I've just met for coffee once about other things than job and their day. I'm like, if you want to tell me, that would be good, but I don't ask questions. And I'm like, do other people ask questions? And I'm like, and you know, while we're on the subject, I'm going, you're a really nice person. And I'm sorry if I seem too bloggy, but I don't see this really working out as anything but maybe being friends because I really have no desire to move halfway around the world to a cold place. I said, I wish you all the best on your journey and I want you to take that journey because it will help you be who you need to be. But I'm like, this is not going to be something that I really feel is for me. And they're like, you didn't ask me what's after the cold place. And I'm sitting there going, I don't know about the rest of the world, but if someone tells me they're going somewhere for like two years, it's like, I have no idea where I'll be after two years. I mean, I would love to say my life is planned out that as I'm reaching my early 30s, I have my life perfectly planned out. I know exactly what I'm going to do, what I'm going to be, all that. And I do know what I'm going to be. I've always known what I'm going to be. I'm like, that is one thing I have damn pat. But I'm like, where I'm going to be? Uh, I really don't know. I'm like, I thought I knew until last week and then all my visa thing kind of screwed up and I'm like, I don't know. But I'm like, it's okay. It really is. I have options. They are good. It's like, it's all right. But I'm like, so I had that whole situation and I have to say that night, I kind of had a meltdown after that whole fiasco and I was like, you know, there's something wrong with you, Anna. You have terrible personal skills. You really need to ask more questions. And this one's on you. And I'm like, but the next I was going, you know, this is a little funny. If you look at it through, I'm like, yes, Anna, you do need to ask more questions. Yes, you are high-functioning autistic, and it's very hard for you to figure out what other people are thinking, even on a good day. So I'm like, I will be the first to own those are big, big problems for me, which would make dating very confusing and difficult, especially for another person who has no idea what I'm thinking and only knows me a little bit. My best friends totally get it, but most people, it's like it would confuse the heck out of them, so I'm not going to say it wouldn't, but I'm like, I did have to sit there the next time. I was like, for two days, we're going, they wanted me to ask what was after the cold place, and I'm like, how in the heck am I supposed to know that? I'm like, no offense. I was like, that is so weird. I'm like, I never would have thought about asking someone what they're doing after two years. It never would have entered my frontal lobe or the other part of my brain either because I'm like, I just really wouldn't have thought about it. And then I was like, I think sometimes things can get weird. It was like, I was like, my trigger is feeling like I'm miscommunicating and then I maybe say too much when I shouldn't say as much and I bullet point everything. And I'm like, that is my trigger. But I'm like, for them, maybe their trigger is the cold place they're going to and that makes them a little upset and stressed. So I'm like, you know, everyone has triggers and obviously... They set off my trigger, I set off their trigger. It was a bad situation, but I'm like, at the end of the day, we both wished each other well. We said, you know, all the best, and there you go. But I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm like, 
I don't like dating. Now, I'm not saying I will never date ever again. I am simply saying I don't like this whole dating thing because to me what this is, is I'm like, and maybe, you know, I got to thinking because it reminded me of something Bob told me years ago when we were sitting on the couch watching the Big Bang Theory, I think, and she turns to me and she's like, you're probably going to end up with someone who is about my age and who thinks like me. And I'm going, excuse me, Bob, I really don't understand what you're saying. I'm like, end up, you're here on the couch. I'm already, I'm, I'm going, end up with what? <laughs> I wasn't thinking romantically at all. And they're like, and Bob's like, well, she said, I know that most women marry people who are older than them. But she says, I really don't see you doing that. And I'm going, I really have no desire to marry someone who's a lot younger than me. Although I will say my best friend in high school was 93 at the time. Her husband was seven years younger than her. They were the most happy married couple I've ever met. So maybe there's something to it. I don't know. But anyway, and she did not marry him because she was younger than her. They just got along really well. But anyway, my sister was like, Bob, she was like, you think differently than people your own age. She said, this is a problem when it would come to dating because if you date people who are older than you, basically, they're going to annoy you and they're going to kind of drive you a little oozy because they don't think like you. And you would do much better dating someone who thinks like 10 years younger than you because that's how you think. And I'm going, um... That's an interesting concept, but since I really have no plans on dating in the near future, nor dating someone younger than me, I'm going to put that on the back burner. But I will say, I was thinking about that in the last three weeks because I was like, not that I want to date someone who's excessively younger than me. That's not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is I'm like, I think that's a component because, let me explain, the people that I have dated so far have all been like five to eight years older than me. I really don't think about age at all, but I think that it does make a difference with certain people and how they view the world. For example, I'm like, everyone who I've dated, and they have been some very nice people, there have been some not so nice people, but I'm like, everyone is like, we know Anna thinks this way, but maybe we can change her mind. And this is like something they do in like the first or second date. And I'm like, I'm a very nice person to all appearances. And I also am extremely polite. And so I think that kind of makes me appear like I'm a pushover. The thing that these people don't realize is I'm Scotch-Irish. So if I've made up my mind about something, it's kind of come hell or high water. Now, if someone can logically show me that something makes sense, I will totally step back and go, okay, you got it. But to just come up and say, you know, I think we should totally rechange your entire life plan because you met me. I'm like, that's not going to work with Anna. I'm going, I don't know, maybe that works with other people. But I'm like, that's like one of the worst things you could possibly say to me to try to get me to date you long term. I'm like, I'm sitting there going, when this whole thing happened this last time, I was like, you know, 
Why do people feel like when they get in a relationship, the first thing they have to do is try to change that other person? I'm like, I don't mean it weird. I'm like, I was sitting there going, do I try to do that when I meet someone? I'm like, no, not at all. I mean, no offense. I was like, if anything, I was sitting there going, I really work hard so that I don't change someone. In fact, that's one of the reasons I've broken up with some people because I'm like, if you want to call it a breakup after one coffee or whatever, but I'm like, <laughs> I really don't think that counts. So I'm like, if you want to call it, we'd say if how is this potentially broken up a possible relationship, but I'm like, I think that the thing is, is I'm sitting there going, I don't want to change people and ergo if they have this opinion and I have this opinion and I really feel strongly about it, like if it's where I want to live or the children I want to have, which can be a problem when you want to adopt children. I'm like, I never knew that could be such a deal or the fact that I'm probably not going to have bio kids, which again, had no idea that could be such a deal, but I guess it is. So I'm like, you know, I don't want to change someone else's hopes and dreams and ambitions. So it's like, that makes it so that I will usually try to step back from something before it would get serious because I don't want to mess up their their goals. And I'm like, that is kind of strange because I'm going, does most of the world when they date sit there and go, I like this person. Now I'll just suggest this, 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 and this, and they won't mind at all. I'm like, do most people do that? Because I'm like, I wouldn't say, I mean, no offense, I'm going, I I would think that I haven't had that unique of a dating experience compared to other people. So I'm like, maybe this is common behavior, but I'm just sitting there kind of nodding my head going, if this is common behavior, I really just want to not date. But it made me realize, I was like, maybe one of the reasons that I'm having this problem is because I'm dating people who are a little older and therefore think that because there's an age difference, I am somehow less developed mentally or experience-wise than them, and therefore they need to try to have me be a project of sorts, which I'm like, that's really annoying to think about in a way. I mean, no offense. It's like, that's kind of uber annoying to think about. So I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm really not sure what I've learned, but I think I have learned a couple of things because it's like, number one, I really like my life as is. I like not having the complications, the arguments, the sitting there and going, they wanted me to ask about what happens after the cold place. I'm like, no offense. I'm like, I would never guess that. So this is like one of those things that I'm like, I really would appreciate being in a relationship only if they would be as blunt as I am about things, because it's like, this is too complicated with people who are a bit vague. I'm going, no, can't do that. I have to have someone who's very blunt and very bullet pointed and very this is how it is because I'm like, otherwise I'm going to be sitting there going, I can't read someone's mind and it's really hard. So I'm like, I learned that from this experience. I also learned that maybe it does have to do with them being older. And maybe once again, Bob was right about something. I'm like, that doesn't mean that I'm probably going to date someone younger than me because I'm like, that's not really a criteria for me. I'm like, how is this? 
I wouldn't be against dating someone younger, but I would never date them because they're younger. So I'm like, I have no idea. But I'm going, maybe that is a component I wasn't really thinking about, if that makes sense. So I don't know. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I like my life as is. And it was like I was talking with one of my students who's from Korea, and she's about my age, and she's like, you know, I'm still single. Because dating is darn confusing, Anna. And you think it's going to be one way, but it's another. And it's so difficult and confusing. She's like, it's not that I'm against being in a marriage or having children, but it is so difficult to try to navigate with the, the whole situation. I'm like, yeah, this literally happened like two days after this whole thing kind of exploded. This is where I was like, Yes, that's the problem. Because I'm like, you know, if you knew who your person was, if you had no doubts, if you were like, this is your person, this is how it's going to work, I'm like, then it would be simple. Then it would be like, flop on the couch, arm wrestle one another, have good food, enjoy your life. There would be no like awkwardness and trying to figure things out because you know that was your person and that would be okay. I'm like... At this point, I'm like, I really don't know if my person got lost in the desert on a camel walking backwards. <laughs> I'm like, I'm kind of at that point for the last few years. And I'm going, but I do know I'm like, that would make it so much easier. I'm like, then you wouldn't have this awkwardness or this this weird miscommunication. And they would know what you're thinking and how you process things. And you would know how they're thinking and how they process things. And it would be okay because you would know it wasn't like a trial period. I think it's kind of interesting because I was watching Semantic Air, the movie. I had watched the series, but I hadn't gotten the movie done yet. And I was like, this Sunday was going, I have my midterm business law exam and I'm going to sit down and watch Semantic Air. I know we all should probably study more, but that was how I dealt with it. I got I passed. I passed the midterm exam. I'm like, I passed. That's all that really matters. But anyway, I was like, I was watching that show. And at the end of the show, the thing that I really took home with me was you have Chu Sung Woo. And I'm going, I'm not as bad <laughs> as Chu Sung Woo. Okay. But I'm like, I kind of sometimes have a propensity to be a bit like, I think that's one of the reasons I like semantic hair. But I'm like, I really do understand parts of Chusangwu, except I'm not arrogant like he can be sometimes. I just totally get not being able to relate to others. But there's a scene at the end oh, where Chusangwu comes and he's talking to the guy who's always dressing in red, whose name I can't remember at the moment. But anyway. And he's like, I know that I should tell you to go and pursue your dream and do your thing, but I really do like you. So can I take a backseat on the possibly dating you? And the other character's like, no, that, that trial period is over. And they're like, you know what? I will propose a new idea. No trial, just date. And I'm like, that is why I like semantic <laughs> And I'm going, you know, it's, it takes me a while to pick up on things, but I'm like, I don't like the trial periods of dating. I don't like sitting there going, is it going to work out with them? 
or with them sitting there going, is it going to work out with you? I hate that whole trial thingy. It's so annoying. It's like I was talking to my, my best friend. I'm like, you know, if we could all have arranged marriages, this might be a heck of a lot easier. Although maybe for some it would be less passionful. But like, it would make it so much easier because I'm like, the trial periods are what I detest. So I have decided I took my dating profile down. I'm like, I am done with this. Now, I had a couple of people message me and I did message them back because I think that's the polite thing to do, but I really don't see that going anywhere. And I'm like, no offense to them. They're very nice people, but I'm like, I am an odd bird and I totally get it. But I'm going, you don't, the thing I've learned is I'm like, I like my life. I like my my. Days. I will say I'm looking forward to having my taxes paid off here soon and not having to work like 10 hour days during the week. That would be nice. But I'm like, I like my life overall. I like that I'm in school. I like that I'm learning new things. I like that I can make podcasts and YouTube videos and go to the grocery store when I want and go try the khaki gory when I want and take that, you know, trip to the, to the, cherry blossoms or plum trees, whatever I want. I'm like, I like being able to do that. I like being able to call and chat with my friends and to not have to worry about how someone else is going to see that or interpret that or, you know, worry about having arguments with someone and then bringing up something like, well, you should have asked me about X. I'm like, I, I have no idea how to navigate asking about X. It never would occur to me. I'm like, so that has been good. The other thing that has been good is I discovered a website called The Articulate Autistic, which I'm actually making another podcast on. Because when everything happened and I kind of had my mini meltdown, which again happens to me like maybe once every two years, and it's not like a huge deal, but it was like that night was kind of a bummer. And they're going, what have I done wrong? What's wrong with my wiring? Why do I think this way? Well, I found this article on the Articulate Autistic, and I'm probably going to be having a session with the lady. Um, she does counseling for autism. And I was like, she nailed in one article how I have trouble relating with people because she's like, with autistics, we usually, if somebody brings up something that's their experience, we'll bring up something that's our experience because we think that that will help bring everything closer together, which can sometimes hack people off because they think we should ask them questions about their experience, which never really occurs to us. Now, I don't mean it bad, but this is exactly the problem I was having with the coffee situation, if that makes sense. And I'm like, that is the problem because like one of the one of the things that came back was they were like you really don't ask questions which makes me think you don't care about the situation and only care about what's going on in today and I'm like uh, no that's not the situation at all I'm like if they really knew what was inside my brain at that moment I'm going they would know that I was actually thinking about what can we do that would be fun for this person that they would like? Da, 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 but I can't bring that up because we're talking about X, which reminds me about Y, which reminds me about Z. So I'm like, I I was sitting there going, I'm not really 
self-absorbed at all. But sometimes I can come across that way when I'm trying to make a connection with someone because I will bring up an experience of my own that's similar that might have happened recently because I think that will help to bridge the gap. What I found out through this article was this is not how most people process their their discussions. I was like, wow, I'm 30-some years old and I just discovered this. I'm like, this explains a lot on how I have trouble communicating with people. So I will drop a link when I do that podcast for the Articular Autistics um, website and that article because that was life-changing and also quite relieving because I was sitting there, I was like, there might be something that's a little off with how I do things, but now at least I know that I'm not alone in this because that's that's kind of a relief in a weird way. So anyway, that's been good to realize. The other thing that's been good to realize, I'm like, yes, I would like to be there for someone if I'm supposed to be there for them because like that's the whole point of why I want to make sure that that's why I was dating. I'm like, I want to be able to share those mountains and that awesome cup of tea with someone and have them enjoy the goodness of the moment. But I'm like, I'm also okay at this point if there's no one there and I'm just enjoying the mountains and the boba and the tea and whatever with me and the kitties. I'm like, that is good too. And I'm not going to worry about that anymore because after this experience, I'm like, I'm... I'm good. Now, if I meet someone and they are awesome and wonderful and we all get along well and there's no big, huge kerfluffles, then I might consider dating them. But I'm like, it would take an awful lot after this last incident because I'm like, I really hate having to deal with trauma. My life has lived mainly to avoid trauma, except Thai and Taiwanese traumas. But I'm just saying, in general, I like to avoid drama. So I'm like, I really think I'm done for a while. Now, you guys might get a podcast here in a while. I met my one and only romantic person. I um, sincerely doubt that will ever happen on this podcast. Because I really don't see me ever saying that in like a thousand years, even if I met my person, it would be more like fist pump against shoulder saying, yo dude. Um, and again, this is why I will probably remain single. But anyway, <laughs> that's a wrap. Check it at the round table. Bye. Hi, this is Anna. And this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels, The Hand Network, Check It Round Table, and also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. 
you can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses, R-O-S-E-S, out of the snow, O-U-T-O-F, S-N-O-W at gmail.com. And you can support us also on Venmo. The the connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R. The last four to verify are 1143. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.